When I was in preschool, my teacher told me to cross out what was different with a red marker. So my brain automatically started doing that in life. After I did it to the world around me, I looked in the mirror and did the same thing. But I found myself crossing out everything until all I could see was the red marker. The author of this poem is going to remain anonymous till the end, but this pretty much sums up what we're going to be talking about today. So, <laughs> There is one thing that everyone in today's world is seeking. Acceptance. As if daily pressures weren't enough, today's teens find that technology has made their need for acceptance ten times worse. Because all of a sudden, how beautiful and popular you are is determined by the amount of likes you get on social media. Yeah. Something even worse than that is when you start to think that your self-worth is somehow represented by a Snapchat or Instagram post. But we go about our daily lives, which usually involves sending streaks and making sure your new Instagram post is up to the amount of likes that you find is good enough for you. All of a sudden you see it. Something you wish you had. It can be anything. A smile, a shirt, a pair of shoes, a haircut, a body shape. And next thing you know, you're in front of the mirror with the red marker again. You start comparing yourself to someone who has more likes than you. Someone who has been put on this pedestal by society. But you've probably never even had a conversation with. This person you might categorize in the field of perfect. Perfect in the Webster Dictionary is having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics as good as it is possible to be. Yeah. Too bad nowhere in this definition doesn't mention that this is impossible. Let me say this again, impossible. Due to the simple fact that everyone has their own picture of perfect in their brain. To talk a little bit about how kids grow up differently than how they grew up back then, I brought my mom in to answer a few questions because she's a parent and she knows stuff. <laughs> hey, Mom. Hi. Okay, so um, when you were a kid, how many people did you know that had an eating disorder? I probably only knew about one, um, and that was the talk of the town. That really? You know, everybody knew about it, and yeah, it, um, it wasn't... I feel like it's so much more common. It's so much more common now. Why do you think that is? I, I definitely think that it's social media, that you know, kids have access to so much more and there's so much more pressure mm -hmm. put on you to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to be a certain thing that's not really realistic. And there's no accountability held for anybody who makes these negative comments to people. Yeah, definitely. So I think it puts too much pressure on people and they just react. Were mental health issues talked a lot about when you were a kid? Never. Really? Never. No. Really? Yeah, no, it was never something that, that people would talk about. They would, they would hold it in. There was, there was one girl I knew that was having problems with her family, and again, it was the talk of the town. It was the, the drama that was going on. Wow, I feel like you know, everyone's so open about their mental health issues nowadays. Yeah, they weren't at all. Really? Yeah, no. If you had mental health issues, you were crazy. Really? Considered. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so do you think that more people have mental health issues again because of social media? 100%, without a mm -hmm. doubt. There's just, there's too much pressure. There's too much access to the world. There's things that kids your age have to think about that you've never had to think, that we never had to think about at our, at your age. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, our biggest thing was like, where are we going to hang out at, during the day? And 
you know, what are we going to do? And there was no sitting at home playing video games and isolating yourself. You actually socialized. Well, quarantine didn't help with that. That definitely didn't help. <laughs> um, so what do you think is the main difference between you and me growing up? It's social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all the access to technology. It's the video games. Um, I had a TV with six channels <laughs> before cable. I had a, a stove without a, you know, before microwave. A phone with a wire. <laughs> I had a phone with a wire, yes. And, um, you know, there's a lot of creativity that you guys don't have to come up with anymore because you can just search it up on the internet. I feel like a lot of it is social media thinks for us all yeah, the time. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of told what to think, how to think, um, you know, who, you, what you should like, what you shouldn't like, and yeah. social media tells you all of that. Well, you're a teacher. Have you witnessed a lack of creativity in the kids you have now? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. It's very hard to get kids to think for themselves, and they worry too much about what everybody else thinks and what I want as opposed to having a voice of their own. And I really try to stress that in my class, to have a voice of your own. I feel like... If you have a voice of your own with the social media, and if you post something that people don't like, you'll get just so much hate for it. Destroyed. Yeah, like absolutely pummeled. Yeah. <laughs> with hate. With hate. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you're not thinking this way, then you're wrong. If you're not thinking that way, then you're wrong. And, you know, people don't consider other people's viewpoints mm-hmm. as much as they should. I can't say they never do. There's definitely that, that group of people, but I, people are so much quicker to make a negative comment because... They're not saying it to someone's face. Mm-hmm. They're saying it behind the screen. Yeah. Do you think I'm, me and Avery are growing up faster than you did? Too fast. Way too, too fast. fast. Yeah. You guys have access to things that I never had access to. You watch shows that we were never allowed to watch. Um, the violence, the you mm-hmm. know inappropriate ideas that we were not allowed to watch at your age, you guys have been watching already for... Yeah. You know, and it's out there. And it's because you can just Google search anything on the internet. Or Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as a parent, you, you have to worry about do you make your kid the weird one that doesn't have all the technology and stuff <laughs> and not fit in? Or do you try to teach them the right way with the technology and then you have to deal with, you know, making sure that they're okay? Yeah. Thanks, Mom. My pleasure. Anytime. After I asked my mom these questions, I decided to look directly at the statistics. And some of these might shock you and make you kind of sad. Studies show that eating disorder cases have doubled since the 1960s and are rapidly increasing. A statistic that is scarier than that is how eating disorders are starting at a younger age. According to the Harvard Eating Disorder Center in Boston, recent studies have shown that 42% of first second, and third grade girls want to be thinner. That 40% of almost 500 fourth graders surveyed said they diet very often or, or sometimes. And 46% of nine-year-olds and 81% of 10-year-olds admit to dieting, binge eating, or fear of getting fat. 10-year-olds. 10-year-olds that should only be concerned with double-dutched and their next playdates are instead watching their food intake, which at this age, may I admit, can be very detrimental due to them needing proper nourishment at these imperative developmental stages. Pressure to look good has probably never been greater, and good 
often translate to thin. This was said by Dr. Ellen Rome, head of the section of adolescent medicine at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. Taking a break from the physical effects of social media, we're going to take a look at the mental effect. It is a known fact by psychologists that living in a stressful environment can make you more likely to develop a mental illness. Things like living in poverty or having an abusive family puts a lot of stress on your brain and often trigger that mental illness. In other words, childhood trauma. The mental trauma kids nowadays are being put through is often overlooked and I'll never forget the day an eight-year-old who was part of a soccer training program I was volunteering at came up to me and asked who I looked who I liked better, Little Huddy or Noah Beck. <laughs> she told me she liked Little Huddy while I was still standing there shocked and concerned that this little eight-year-old had a phone and a TikTok account because TikTok doesn't filter out things that aren't PG-13. This little girl who would often misbehave and say she hated soccer. So one day I finally asked her, well, why are you here every week if you hate soccer? And she replied by saying, because I'm fat and I want to be skinny. I don't know what made this little girl think this, but I know that part of it was probably seeing girls on TikTok being praised for looking a certain way and seeing the girls who don't fit that mold or look that way get an insane amount of hateful comments. Because people online don't have a filter either. As you can imagine, cyberbullying loves everything about technology. And cyberbullying has no boundaries. In summary, psychologists say that bullying, including cyberbullying, causes significant emotional, psychological, and physical distress. Just like any other victim of bullying, cyberbullying kids experience anxiety, fear, depression, and low self-esteem. Stress. Social media feeds off stress because the more stress there is on teens to look, act, and be a certain kind of person, the more time we take dwelling on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and any other platform. Some might even call it a disease. And you know, I think I might just agree with them because hate spreads just as fast and if not faster than this global pandemic we are currently in. So now I'm gonna to talk to my 12 year old sister and see how she feels. Okay, so I'm just going to ask you a few questions, be honest. Okay. Okay. Um, how much are you on social media? A lot. How much? Um, hours. Hours? Every day. Per day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much time do you take doing other things besides being on TikTok or Snapchat or Instagram, stuff like that? I think you get distracted a lot with social media, so you don't do a lot of the activities or things like Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you think social media has affect how you look at yourself? Um, sometimes I get really insecure because of social media, and I think that's how a lot of people um, my age and other ages think. Because you, th- you see other people who have the perfect bodies, the perfect life, and they're just putting it on social media and trying to make everybody believe that they're perfect and they have the perfect life lifestyle you're using the word perfect a lot what does perfect mean to you perfect means having the perfect body perfect life um perfect personality do you think there's one kind of perfect do you think that there's like a whole bunch of different kinds of perfect i think there's a bunch of different perfect 
What would you say if I told you that I don't think perfect ex existed? I mean, yeah, perfect doesn't necessarily exist because there's always flaws in someone's life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. How different do you think the world that we're putting into social media is from, like, what you see? Well, sometimes I see a lot of my friends or I personally do it sometimes where I try to make my life look better mm -hmm. or more enjoyable than sometimes mm -hmm. it really is because sometimes I'm sad but I try and like act like I'm happy in front of the camera while mm -hmm. I'm not actually that happy so you never know what's going on like yeah. with the real person how bad does social ma media make you feel sometimes on a scale of one to ten probably ten ten yeah. Really? That's a high number. Well, somewhere up there. Definitely. Really? Yeah. Do you feel like social media controls you and a lot of other kids your age's lives? Yes. Really? Yeah, because they want to try and be who they think perfect is. Or mm -hmm. the definition of perfect. At least that's what they want to put out there. Yeah. How bad does it make you feel when somebody has a party and blows up Instagram and Snapchat that you weren't invited to? It makes me really sad because, like, back then or when our parents were born or when they were kids, I feel that even though they didn't get invited to parties, they wouldn't find out right away and they wouldn't feel that bad. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you see people getting invited and having so much fun there... You know, you get a little sad because you're like, why wasn't I invited? Do you think social media is a kind of peer pressure? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because I think... You're pressured to buy certain things, you're pressured to do yeah. certain things, you're pressured to, you know, have this certain kind of life that you might not really have. Yeah. Definitely. Is there anything you would like to add on the topic of social media? I think it is very toxic in a way. Mm. And there's not many good and how like it's not really healthy for you yeah mentally because it just makes you doubt yourself do you feel like you lost out on your childhood a little bit because it's so definitely because you see all these people growing up way too fast mm -hmm. and they're like i can't be weird so you try and grow up fast just like everyone else thanks avery thank you bye bye, bye. My sister is 12, guys. She shouldn't be dealing with any of this stuff, and neither should you. On social media, people only see what you want them to see. There are no filters and editing apps in real life. It's what you don't post that identifies you as a person. What you do and what you want in life isn't shown by a picture. It's going to be shown by doing those things and living that life. So be an astronaut! <laughs> be a ballerina, be a marine biologist, skydiver, pop star, actor, doctor, farmer, artist, opera singer, be anything you want. The options are limitless and live that life because the last thing that should be deterring you from being who you want to be is a screen that will never be capable of doing those things. Everyone's different. No one's life story is going to be the same. So why are you still holding that red marker? <laughs> the person who wrote the poem in the beginning was me. And I wrote it after collecting all the data and talking to all the people I talked to.
because I realized that it's wrong to feel like you have to change yourself for a world that in the end of the day doesn't exist unless you let it. You know, we created social media and in ways it's really good, you know, it keeps us all connected, but in a lot of ways, like my sister said, it's toxic. I hope this helped you gain a little perspective. And I hope you guys enjoyed. So thank you.